0: Turn the lights down low, grab a bottle of wine, and cuddle up to your marital sex aid doll of Stuart Wellington. Because tonight the flop house is taking on Valentine's Day. And welcome to the Flop House. I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. I'm
1: Elliot Kalin. Yay! We're, we're back here. Oh. Yep, we're back again. The original threesome, except not the original threesome. Mm-hmm. The toothsome threesome. Yep, the original peaches. So three guys named Mo, <laughs> yeah. Tony, Tony, Tony. So we watched <laughs> the movie the Threesome and tonight. Naked Gun 33 and a Third. <laughs> um, the three
0: arrows.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: Um, What's going on, Tracy (laughs) Brace?
2: Tracy Morgan. (laughs) Oh man, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna help you guys out with your riffing.
0: (laughs) Three P O.
1: Three feet. Triple
0: threat. We're here recording in my apartment on a Friday. (laughs) Thanks
1: for setting the byline. (laughs) Sure.
0: sure. My wife's out of town,
1: (laughs) so anything can happen. You know that that means anything
0: goes. This is a bachelor weekend for me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what are you guys going to do for my bachelor party?
1: Uh, no, you don't get a bachelor party. Uh, I'm pretty it's sure That's not I how do. that works. Did your wife was give you a hall give, pass?
2: I was going to accidentally give a uh, horse. I, there's some there's no strings attached. I know that.
0: Yeah. I don't know about a hall pass, but... Uh, what about
1: the roommate? <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yes. She agreed that if I could uh, <laughs> convince either Leighton Meester or Minka Kelly <laughs> to become my roommate, that I could sleep with them. Okay
1: so how's that going so far
0: i don't not well but leighton or uh minka
1: if you're out there dan i'm sorry the offer's open uh, my diagnosis is that you have a latent meister <laughs> <laughs> this should have this should have come into play when you were young and for whatever reason it just didn't develop until diagnosis this advanced i know <laughs> anyway, you were saying Stuart, about dan's bachelor weekend Oh uh, yeah, you know I was
2: gonna, I was gonna trick a bunch of women into Try going and, to a uh, an all male review
0: and mm-hmm. accidentally have a dude put his wiener in a hot dog bun. <laughs> <laughs> there uh, would be a donkey show for yeah. some reason, and no one would yeah. think that was all that weird. Yeah, no, that's normal. And then there'd be a punch out in front of a 3D movie. And yeah, is that okay
1: you, if we do that in your apartment? Sure. And then years later, you would win two back to back Best Actor Academy Awards. Amazing.
0: Sounds great. Let's do it, guys. Okay. All right. Well. That's been the. I'll get on the horn. <laughs> this is perhaps been the silliest uh, opening that we've had. Yeah. Um, well, we've
1: got to exercise our our hatred for mm-hmm. what we just watched. Exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Exorcise. Or exercise. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, you could exercise
1: it. <laughs> like, take it to the gym. Get sure. a perfect push-up or perfect sit-up. Set up. Sure. <sighs> Patent pending. Valentine's Day. That's what we watched. We watched a movie Catch called Valentine's Chase. Day. Now, Seasonal. normally. Knowing the flop house, you'd think this was a horror movie based no. around ha- Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah that's nope. what I was kind of led to believe, to be honest. <laughs> like
0: my my bloody Valentine. Yes, say. but no. Oh yeah.
1: Or uh, April, April Fool's, Fool's Day. Day. Oh! <laughs> yeah, no, but that's not Valentine's Day. That would be stereo day-related. if I had
0: the ability to separate the uh, tracks. Okay, wait, should we say it again? But no, it doesn't help. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> or Arbor Day, the point. movie. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, Uncle that, Sam. Oh, that horror movie, Secretary's Day. That horror movie, Secretariat. <laughs> <laughs> well. um, anyway, so this was a star-studded
1: film. Oh, everyone in it was a star. There were no extras or bit players. Yeah. Everyone was a star. From Kathy Bates. <laughs> to Kristen Schaal. <laughs> to Kristen Schaal. To a mention of Frank Zappa. Yeah. Everyone from Jesse A to Z. <laughs> Jessica Alba to a brief reference of to Frank Zappa. <laughs>
0: Hector Aliz- Alessandro
1: to <laughs> <Elisandro>. George
0: Lopez. <laughs>
1: yep. yep, ran the gamut from Ashton Kutcher <laughs> to Jessica Beals. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait, wait, I can. Play everyone too, from Jamie
2: Fox's
1: Jamie Foxes to Queen Latefka. <laughs> to Anne. Halfway and oh. halfway to Shirley MacRane's <laughs> oh, from <man>. Christopher Greke. <laughs> <laughs> to Brad what's his name uh, Garrett Brad Garrett no it wasn't Skerritt Bradley Tom Scarrett?
0: no it wasn't in that and ironically we pronounced Topher Grace's name correctly but uh, no this was this was movie this movie had a lot of uh, Flophouse alums
1: yeah that's right Ashton Kutchner Ashton <laughs> <Kuchner. laughs>
0: to the two Jessicas Beale and Alba were in it yeah Powerhouse Al Beale uh, together they become Al Beale your, your buddy Anne Hathaway
1: Oh uh, Yeah, <laughs> yep. Your pal. As mentioned, my best friend from high mm-hmm. school, Ann Hamlin. Maid of Honor. My actual friend, Kristen Shaw, was in it in one scene. Yeah. Oh, who else was in it? One Taylor Swift.
0: few non painful things.
1: Taylor Swift and uh, and Taylor Werewolf from Taylor, the Taylor, Twilight Taylor, movies. Taylor
0: Lautner, uh, yeah, another uh, another alum.
2: And also, the uh, they, we managed to get both Jamie Foxx and Jessica Beale to reprise their characters from Stealth. You think <laughs> that they were the same characters? <laughs> yeah, of course.
0: Yeah, Stealth was a prequel or sequel?
1: <laughs> valentine's day well, it was
0: happening at the same time they didn't <laughs> they didn't men- they didn't mention their past as uh mem- like members of the military uh soldiers so i don't i think that they probably Do you listed think it's a prequel yeah well also i don't there was no indication that there was um sentient uh aircraft technology in this film so that probably was yeah, that's good point. people take it for granted oh I also
1: think. jennifer mm-hmm. garber and uh and Pat- <laughs> patrick dumpsy was in this <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of stars in this movie. it's uh, McDreamy yeah. and McSteamy were both in it.
0: Yeah. both of the both of the mix seems like they would have found room for yep. me, Stuart.
2: Oh, and uh, Julia Slobberts. <laughs> okay, and
1: Julia. Now right. it's just now it's just Mad <laughs> Magazine. And the guy who looked like Tim Conway but wasn't. Just because I can't pronounce
0: Hector <laughs> Alessandro.
1: It's not Alessandro. <laughs> there's no this? R in his name.
0: Alessandro.
1: Okay. Oh and George Lopez. <laughs> yeah. all is oh, also in it. Oh, that's funny. Jorge Lopez. <laughs> and some kids. Guy who looked like Tim Conway but <laughs> wasn't.
2: It was actually how they listed him in the credits <laughs> yeah. actually.
1: That's his, the name he's listed as, not as a character. That's his actor's name. And then of course there was uh Romeo whatever, the Well, there was a there was a radio personality named Romeo Midnight who's who runs the Drive time through late night shift. He is on air all day. Yeah, he's like Jamie Foxx who's
0: apparently broadcasting all Valentine's Day related news all day. Yeah,
1: and there was a guy who looked like Matt Frewer kind of, but it yeah. wasn't wasn't him. Do you think that uh, Romeo – It might have been. Do you think Romeo think was. Midnight was well, uh, we'll a
0: celebrity voice actor? Do you think I don't we, know
1: because the thing is there's this movie is so L.A. – yeah. There's so much LA in it. You're constantly seeing LA sites, like all its ugly buildings yeah. and its terrible places oh, that man, tourists wow. go to. You cars. cars. I was I was out in LA this summer. Everyone's I driving. Had such a great time. There's all these sure, tourists. Yeah, I, these yeah. All yeah. There's a star. If there's tour. Some Hollywood agents aren't listening, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, <laughs> if anyone would like me to move out there and write for their television show, I would
0: love it. Well, I would love it, but I have to say that the preferably one
2: thing, a Mike and Molly type vehicle <laughs> because yeah, yeah. I something just like
1: that kind of I have a, something I have, with heart.
0: I do have a lot fat jokes that I've been
2: looking for an outlet fat before. jokes not cool dude yeah come on
1: they can't control normal sized
2: love. people can't have a romance nowadays on you TV yeah
1: does everyone CBS. have to be a toothpick with boobs
0: on them yeah. no but the, if there's one thing I actually enjoyed about this movie it was revisiting my trip to LA
1: It's like does, oh those are places that I have been this does feel like a travelogue of LA at t- like Gary Marshall was like well if I've seen it on a drive sometime it's gotta be in the movie so there's no, I think the do Hollywood do better, sign Gary Marshall and the, the Oh, sorry. Well, well, this is Gary Marshall. <laughs> no, I'm not so. making my movie Valentine's Day. It Elliot's mean. mom is a big fan of my movies. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, it's an impression I'm luckily of not a fan of her son's podcast. <laughs> nope, doesn't listen to it. Doesn't know it exists. Yeah. Okay, I'll try. I'll like let your me wife. Do, I'll try to do another Gary Marshall. Hold on. Eh, this is Gary Marshall. Eh. How about that one?
0: Um, it's more of a like a an Igor character. Okay, well, what about this?
1: Yeah, Gary Marshall, saying Yeah, Edward G. Robinson. Yeah, I co-created Happy Days. <laughs> no. Yeah, see. No, I don't think so. No, I like that one. I thought
2: that was pretty pretty okay. accurate. Okay, I don't have anything to base it on, but
0: all right. I mean, he is more of like what a, about this? What about this? Is it
1: Gary Marshall here? Oh, born in London. Just
0: so that's more of a James Mason sort of. Uh, I was going for Ronald Coleman. Okay. Okay, you know what time it is, guys. James Mason would be more like this, I
2: suspect.
1: I would think that this is more of a James Mason. He always sounds tired. Uh, Joseph A. Banks. James, must we,
0: (laughs) Mister Kaplan?
2: (laughs) Okay, so uh, you know we've been doing some great uh,
0: impressions, some great voice (laughs) work, some great voice work, hilarious. This is our this is our real.
1: We're trying to uh, (laughs) cowabunga, dude. I'm Gary Marshall. (laughs) How about that? Sure. Radical pizza. Gary Great Marshall. <laughs> you got it. That's uh, who? Benny Crystal. I uh, love Michelangelo. Yeah. Oh. The, Michelangelo. Pa- the, painter. <laughs> the oh, painter. The painter and sculptor. Yeah. Okay. Who
0: loved Gary Marshall movies. Yeah. Who?
1: He was known for his Gary Marshall
2: impression. So, yeah. you know, I think our audience. Good
1: evening. I'm Gary
2: Marshall. <laughs> right now our audience is like, what's this movie about, <laughs> Elliot? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Summarize it. Well, Valentine's Day is in the new tradition that – You have to
2: tell it in chronological order. I cannot tell
1: tell it in chronological order. (laughs) Valentine's Day is in the new tradition of omnibus movies of interweaving Mm storylines. So you've got a bunch of – Your crashes, your shortcuts. Crash, shortcuts, Babel. Uh, or, uh Nashville's Nashville, except where That's an older one where like Stuart. a Robert Altman Magnolia would, Magnolia's mm-hmm. whatever where Robert Altman would do it very well, Gary Marshall fails to pull it off properly love actuallys you love actually- your loves actually uh <laughs> yeah, it's like attorneys general Stewart. <laughs> sure the uh there's a lot of different weaving stories they all take place on Valentine's Day, two thousand ten
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh and I've assumed the like,
0: sexiest day of
1: the year. Right? Yep, the day when everyone feels the pressure to do something and to have a Valentine. But what do the single people do? Well, we'll see. Right? We saw in the movie. We saw yeah, in the movie. Yeah. So you have about four hundred thousand different characters. They all know each other in different ways.
0: They all are still getting introduced in the movie. About forty minutes <laughs> in.
1: There's every time you think you figured out who the characters are, there's a scene with another new character in it, yeah. and. Uh, the thing about this movie is, like, usually your crashes or your babels, they're all about how people who it's, don't know each other... It's Babel. Bab, your Babsels. Yeah, you're going to you pronounce it wrong. It's babble, I think. <laughs> Every, your Alessandros. Yeah. These movies are always about... How people who don't know each other... Crash was the one about having sex with car crash victims, That's right? That's the mm-hmm. first Crash. I'm talking about the second Crash. The one everyone hated that won Best Picture. They made a sequel to that <laughs> Crash movie? It was James called Spader? Crash 2, Crash in It. Okay. And it was about James Spader decides he wants to have sex with a plane. Okay. <laughs> he's okay. through his cars. Cars, he's lost the thrill. He builds an Iron Man suit. Okay. It's pretty good, unfortunately... <laughs> sounds really
2: good, and it won Best Picture, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: unfortunately, Crash 3, Underwater Crash, where he falls in love with a submarine... Has sure. yet to be made. It's, mm-hmm. The screenplay is great. They've not produced it yet. A lot of heart, trouble getting James Spader on board, sure, because you know, he's so busy doing whatever. MGM's he does. having trouble.
0: He's too busy <laughs> yeah. slowly bloating. But, anyway,
1: <laughs> anyway, the thing about those movies is usually it's about people who don't know each other and the way the like strange ways that lives intersect. People from different strata of society coming into contact with each other. The strange similarities or differences that people have? No. This is about people who all know each other. They're all related in different ways or friends. And it's still incredibly coincidental and unbelievable that they all happen to meet up with each other on Valentine's Day in different ways.
2: That's the thing. You know, like even in a big town like L.A., like yeah, it's such a small world. You keep mm-hmm. running into all the same folks. They all know each other. It Now, it opens the with –
0: information age, I think. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like a social network. Yeah, you just got to take a little tri- side trip from L.A. To Burbank, going to Disneyland, and what you'll learn is it's a small world after
1: all. Even though it is a – Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. L.A. is a small town where everyone knows each other, even though a cab ride between neighborhoods would cost you about $75 on average. Yeah. Well, so anyway, the fir- vil- is it, al- like
2: Tokyo or something?
1: Yes. <laughs> the film opens with uh, an, a little introductory voiceover by Romeo Midnight, radio star, to explain to us that it is Valentine's Day because the title was not enough context. Uh, Ashton Kutcher then wakes the up –
2: And ad campaign. I mean people know what they're getting into. No, people
1: – you would buy a ticket with a big question mark on it. <laughs>
2: sure. The ticket's shaped like a heart though, right?
1: <laughs> no. Well, it is, but it's shaped like an anatomical heart. Okay. People who so actually, most people, people think it's a block. A lot of people thought it was this, one of the Saw movies. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: People actually ordering tickets for that movie would go to the ticket taker and be like, "I would like uh, one for that movie with all of those stars that are uh, marginally successful, but you put them all together and it, it creates such a such a driving a like gravitational yeah. force. Yeah. Marginally to... successful
1: stars like Julia Roberts. Well, she is Academy Award winner. Jamie <laughs> <She's>... Foxx.
2: <laughs> or Jamie Foxx. And, and recording <laughs> star.
1: All right. <laughs> A lot of double threat, triple threats in here. Jamie Foxx, Taylor Swift. Jessica Biel, who's hilarious and beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a double sure. threat right there. Yeah, she's a modern-day Carol Lombard. Uh, that's for the elderly listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like Elliot. So Ashton Kutcher wakes up his girlfriend Jessica Alba by proposing to her. She says yes. Who wouldn't? He's a dreamboat. Mm-hmm. He also is a successful florist running a sienna flower shop. That's the name of it. Okay. Then there – I don't don't try to get me to explain the order because you're intersecting stories. It's very complicated, but you've got Jamie Foxx as a sports reporter for the local news who also somehow has been hit with the assignment to cover Valentine's Day for mm-hmm. the day. His boss, is, his boss is Kathy Bates. She has two scenes.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, he also works with Jessica Biel and Queen Latifah,
1: right? No. Jessica Biel is the – personal assistant of, oh, right. of a football player played by McSteamy. I don't know his real name. No one does. And, McSteamy? And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Gareth McSteamy. <laughs> Famous Scottish thespian. You Of Clan Kellogg. Mm-hmm. And uh, he uh, – <laughs> so, and Queen Latifah is McSteamy's agent. McSteamy is a professional football player who wants – whose team wants to get rid of him for some reason. I don't remember what it is. And who – puts off the advances of his sexy neighbors. Three sexy ladies Mm -hmm. who I'm sure would have sex with him. Mm -hmm. Should I reveal what it is? Yeah, why not? Later he announces he's gay. Uh,
2: Oh, that's why.
1: He's a gay professional football player, which I'm sure will have no impact on his career later on. Very brave. Anyway... Who else is in it? Anne Hathaway is a part-time... Yeah, your buddy. She's Queen Latifah's new assistant, or she's a temp, maybe, who's filling in for Queen Latifah's assistant? I don't yeah. know. But she's also Moonlight's as a phone sex operator mm-hmm. who gets calls on her personal cell phone and the office phone. At all hours. At all hours of the day. and With uh, a personalized uh, phone
0: ringtone. Every caller and? has a
1: personalized ringtone and gets a different accent from Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Allowing so your like
2: pal a, to just show off her full range. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like, it's like a Peter if, Sellers
0: type of. It's like if June Foray ran a sex line. She's
1: That's like, for all you baby boomers out there, that yeah. June Foray reference. Well, I figured if you could do it, I'll do it. If June Foray ran in. a phone sex line, the only voices would be Old Grandma <laughs> or Flying Squirrel. Yeah. Hey, big boy. I can't do or it. Or Talking Tina, it. the doll from that Twilight Zone yeah. episode. Uh, she, Anne Hathaway, has been going out for a couple weeks with Topher Grace, who works in the mail room of a building. The same building that everybody else works in. This is like Saved by the Bell, where everyone lived in the school and didn't mm-hmm. have homes. Everyone sure. kind of lives in their offices. Topher Grace does – put a whole
0: new spin on Saved <laughs> by the Bellary, by the way. <laughs> so imagine the them, like, <laughs> children bunking down in the boiler room. They've got, like, hammocks and They've got to hide there and... to make
1: sure that Mr. Belding doesn't find them and kill them. Yeah. It's like the movie Emperor of the North Pole. Wow. <laughs> if they get found, then Mr. Belding hits them with the giant wrench he carries. i got to go
0: back and rewatch that series because I missed so much the first time There's around.
1: There's a lot of subtext there. Anyway – Is that what happened to Miss Bliss? <laughs> Listen, I have 80 more characters to introduce. <laughs> good, good morning, Miss Bliss. <laughs> Hits anyway. her with a giant wrench. Uh, so Topher Grace has to find something to do for Valentine's Day with Anne Hathaway. He doesn't know she's a phone sex operator. Meanwhile, uh, Ashton Kutcher's best friend is Jennifer Garner, who is going out with Patrick Dempsey, McDreamy from Grey's mm-hmm. Anatomy. But she doesn't know Patrick Dempsey is married. Ashton Kutcher To fin- a
0: non-celebrity.
1: To a non-celebrity, blonde lady. Uh, Ashton Kutcher has finds this out because – Patrick Dempsey comes to Ashton Kutcher's florist shop because Ashton Kutcher was interviewed on the news by Jamie Foxx, and he he has to figure out whether he's going to tell his friend that she's dating a married guy.
0: It's basically the whole plot to the whole film, The Dilemma, uh, shut it off to a.
1: To 1 18th. 1, eighth, one, 15th. one 15th, yeah, of Valentine's
0: Day. Meanwhile, there's. A, and
1: I mean, it was clearly a really rich vein of comedy mm-hmm. that could have been mined. Yeah. There's a little kid. A young boy who buys flowers for his teacher, Jennifer Garner, because he has a crush on her. Where does he buy the flowers? Ashton Kutcher's flower shop. Meanwhile, that kid's grandparents were taking care of him because his mother is off somewhere. Shirley McLean and Hector, Hector Alessandro <laughs> don't do anything for a while until they find out that years ago, Shirley McLean had an affair. Hector Alessandro takes this badly. Meanwhile, the girl's babysitter is – is she a high school senior? I don't know. She's either a high school senior or a college freshman. She's Emma Roberts. She's old enough uh, to party, is what. we're Emma, Julia
0: Roberts is, uh niece, and uh, you may remember her I'm gonna say, as Nancy Drew.
1: I'm going to say clone. Nancy, Nancy I'm going to say her clone. clone that was accidentally wow. let out.
0: Wow. She's. Pr- I think she's slightly prettier than Julia Roberts was as a, as a young lady.
1: Wow. Well, there goes Us Weekly's coverage of this podcast. <laughs> okay. There's
0: no. No, way I'm, for not, me to I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm not. I don't. I'm not. Julia Roberts is. I. I don't find Julia Roberts. She's an, an unusual so. looking. Woman.
1: She has a smile that takes up roughly five sixths of her head, and which is odd because I do find Anne Hathaway
0: attractive. I know who also has
1: her. Well, her smile only takes up three fifths of her head. Okay. Anyway, I'm Stewart. Still got a lot of plots to get through. (laughs) Those boobs are bigger. (laughs) Well, Anne Hathaway's, but they have faces. (laughs) So this kid's babysitter, Emma Roberts, has decided that this is the day she's going to have sex with her boyfriend for the first time. Mm Mm-hmm. Hijinks ensue. The when, kids cut man. when he shows up yeah. in her bedroom naked, Amps. playing guitar, and her mother walks in on him. Awkward. That is the end of that plot line <laughs> until the end of the movie when she reveals she's not ready to have sex yet. But her best friend Taylor Swift, who's with Taylor Lautner.
0: Mm-hmm. The, the in the movie, kids. as she was in life,
1: they don't really have a plot. They just kind of make out and are yeah, in love. I think that
0: they are. Yeah, there's I think no actual story there. There's no conflict. Like they I start they the movie in, in love in and there to be... they end the movie in love. Yeah.
1: Meanwhile, what what are the characters are there? later on? Okay, Topher Grace we, ends we up. We
0: briefly see George Lopez's wife. Uh, oh, George she has Lopez, ninos. No yeah, <laughs> man. George
1: Lopez works for Ashton Kutcher.
0: He's just there to, you know, he would be the gay best friend in another film. He's the comic relief. If there, there was a, gay if there, if
1: want. there could have been a way for his voice to come out of a Chihuahua's body, they would have done it. <laughs> uh, have I left? Oh, and meanwhile, there's an airplane where Julia Roberts and Bradley Cooper yep. are sitting are sitting next to each other. She's a soldier on leave from Iraq. Hard to believe, but yes, he is somebody. Somebody wearing a vest. Somebody wear. Somebody dressed very well. This yeah. should be a clue for Just everyone in at home. And mm-hmm. th- you think, are they gonna hit it off? Are they not? He lets her use his chauffeur because she has flown fourteen hours from Iraqistan war zone mm-hmm. to LA to do
0: something on Valentine's Day. To do Day. something
1: on Valentine's Day. We don't know what it is. Some lucky guy. Yeah. It turns out at the end the kid who had the crush on his teacher and then finds romance with an Indian girl that it's her mom. It's his mom. That's like the-
2: a slum dog millionaire. <laughs> the very no, end of the The, like the no. end
1: of the movie is Ashton Kutcher. Uh, Finally getting together with Jennifer Garner who for some reason flies to San Francisco and then back to L.A. It doesn't make any – there's a lot of – it's basically just an excuse to have a joke about airport security. And uh, Bradley Cooper it turns out is McSteamy's boyfriend. Oh, Oh, man. Also – A a McSteamy uh, couple. Also, Jessica Biel is throwing an anti-Valentine's Day party for people who hate Valentine's Day like her because she's single. Mm -hmm. She keeps on how she's single and she loves candy uh, and that's why she can't get a man when she is gorgeous. But anyway,
2: she – in pretty good shape. (laughs) <laughs> not, not not a chocoholic's body. I can tell you that. She,
1: yeah, and at the end, everyone comes to her party. Even people who we saw as at like side end, characters everyone in other scenes. Everyone comes to Rick's, which is an Indian restaurant with an anti Valentine's Day party in it. And, and a Jamie Fox shows up. Jamie Foxx and her had a moment together when they fell over and a box of chocolates spilled all over them. Exploded basically. <laughs> it's, it's funny because she's holding a box of chocolates that's Sexy. probably like yeah. 3 rows of chocolates by 5 rows of chocolates and when it uh-huh. spills like 3000 chocolates well, come out of it's it. It's like
0: the end of uh, Goonies when like the 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 dad tears up the uh, the contract and throws it up in the air and then you can clearly see like people throwing extra paper. On from the the two sides. My favorite of the- one of
1: those is the end of the movie Rookie of the Year, where <laughs> he pitches the ball to the pitcher and the to the batter, and the batter hits it really high, and they go to a shot of the ball flying through the air, and you can see at the bottom of the screen the hand throwing <laughs> the ball in the air for the shot, just very so poorly framed. Nice. And they didn't care. It's Rookie of the Year, <laughs> uh, and so Jessica Biel and Jamie Foxx Fall in love. Totally. Mm-hmm. The only people who don't fall in love in this movie are Kathy Bates. Sure. Mm-hmm. And and George, George Lopez is already in love. He's married with children. No.
2: Queen Latifah intercepts a, no. oh, uh, yeah. a phone sex call and falls in love
1: presumably.
0: Mac, at, McDreamy goes to bed alone because he is a cheating bastard. Oh, that's right.
1: And Jennifer Garner gets her revenge on McDreamy by being a waitress. She pretends to be a waitress when he's out at dinner with his wife and gives a long monologue about – A dish that involves cutting off a pig's testicles and chopping them up and shoving them up the pig's ass. Yeah. And, uh... And there are a lot of
0: wacky reaction shots from other diners. Everyone in the who restaurant would not like to have that dish. Or time, some who would. Every
1: yeah. time she says something, people in the restaurant turn and gasp at her. But it's like, just stop being shocked after after the first time. This is. Yeah. And how did she? How did she pull off this ruse? It she turns apparently out. Projects
0: really well too. Like everyone yeah. in the restaurant. They probably thought this.
2: it was yeah. like a, like one of those restaurants where wacky stuff happens,
1: mm-hmm. like a like a Jekyll and Hyde club. <laughs> nope. Sure. Her son. Her. The son of the host of the restaurant is a student in her class. So that's how
2: she was able to do that. So he let her fuck over his, his restaurant a little bit.
1: Basically, in order to help her with her revenge plot, he convinced everyone in L.A., because they're all eating at that restaurant, that his restaurant specializes in pig testicle dishes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is – Exhausting, trying to – I think I left out seven or eight you do, plot you've lines. You've done amazing, by the way. <laughs> yeah. We're almost
0: to the end of the time allotted. Just,
1: just uh, explaining the plot of this terrible movie yeah. and it's so fake and dull and – it's like dull and exhausting. It's yeah. exhausting keeping up with it and boring. There's no reward for paying attention to it.
2: OK. The, there's
1: one funny joke.
2: Yeah. This movie is basically just a collection of scenes that are basically unrelated.
0: Um, But were there any scenes at all that were memorable? Uh, Well, what's the one funny joke that you were thinking of?
1: The one funny joke I was thinking of is that Jamie Foxx is delivering his news story live on the air about McSteamy being a gay football player. Jamie Mm Foxx is supportive. And he – Jessica Biel is in the studio somehow? I don't know. And when he finishes talking, she starts clapping and then – Kathy Bates looks at her and she stops because there's a live television show still going on. Yeah. Just the idea of so- someone thinking it's okay to clap and then it turns out not to be okay. That was to clap. all right. I, I mean, thought that was a funny joke.
0: Yeah, her, her reaction was okay. I I, I kind of listen. Was, explaining it, it doesn't sound very. Funny. I was vaguely amused by when uh, Topher Grace uh, reconciled with Anne Hathaway. And then after the fact, after him reconciling with her. Oh, that's right. He like, broke up
1: with her when he found out she was a phone sex operator. Yeah, then they, when he's watching a movie in a graveyard with Hector Elizondo, mm-hmm. he, he <laughs> finds out that he should forgive her. <laughs> it sounds weird when you say it that way. Look, they're in a cemetery watching a movie. Which is uh, something that happens
0: in L.A. I actually went to it, but anyway. Yeah, because
1: they desecrate the dead. Sure. But, uh, they have no respect for the people who made the town what it is.
0: But um, yeah. After they've reconciled, a three-piece band, including a guy with uh, an accordion, uh, pop in the door behind Anne Hathaway, uh, behind who's her emb- back.
1: Who's embracing Topher Grace? Yeah,
0: and Topher Grace gives him the uh, cut it. Motion. Guys, get out of here! Guys, get and like they all look very disappointed and then leave again. And and something about that kind of made me giggle. That was a funny joke. Stewart, did there anything? That was
1: like a joke you would see in a Muppet movie. Yeah. Uh. Nope.
2: There's nothing at all <laughs> You didn't
1: like any of the different phone sex voices, or... no, those were okay uh, there were the part where the the part where the teen gets caught naked, by I like that his that girlfriend's was, mother. That's more up my alley. And Although, his...
2: to be honest, I was kind of expecting him to have sex with
1: the mother. <laughs> if this – was maybe it's this because of the amount of – private lessons. <laughs> it might be because uh, – the... no, Of
2: course it is not, sir. <laughs> it might be
1: because of the amount of softcore porn I know that all three of us have seen. Uh, but there was part of me that was like, oh, well, in that kind of movie, this is the part where he'd have sex with the mother. Yeah, yeah it's like Valley Girl. But also like – his, Wait, Valley Girl is not. <laughs> his res- no,
2: but there's a sequence like that in Valley Girl, His right? response okay, to
1: her walking out on him is not to say, get out of the room so I can put my clothes back on. It is to keep approaching the mother who then yells at him to not come near her. Then he runs out of the room covered only by a guitar and then jumps in the conveniently passing after a, car. After a tug of war with a pug. With a pug mm-hmm. named Pushkin who wants to take his boxer shorts. He just – and – he, he jumps in the conveniently passing car of his girlfriend. So now he is in his girlfriend's car, nude, holding a guitar. What's going to happen next? Nothing. That's the end of the scene. Everything's fine.
0: They're going to take him down to Hollywood where
1: he's going to he take the,
0: pictures with tourists. He's the new naked
1: cowboy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, this was. Uh... And his girlfriend is not shocked by seeing him naked, so I have to assume that they haven't had sex, but maybe they've been giving yeah. each other hand jobs or something. Yeah, of course, that's what the kids do—giving
0: <laughs> each other hand jobs. It's very Rushmore of you. Yeah, we been giving each other hand jobs. <laughs> um, yeah, I was in her car, or maybe like dry humping or something. Sure. You
2: know? No, but you dry humping—you're what... usually not. You should usually have some clothes on. Well, no, maybe she's clothed and he isn't.
1: <laughs> maybe you know what? Like they she's like, more like she's got like a catcher's. <laughs> I think thing you know what it is. Is they like to reenact crotch. the, the they, they they like to reenact the cover of the double fantasy album, no, where she's fully clothed and he's just naked hanging. He's on her.
0: not clothed. But she is wearing, like, a full, like, fur suit to to, give him more pleasure when he's humping on her.
1: (laughs) Oh, and also uh, Taylor Swift carries an enormous stuffed bear with her everywhere. And there's no scene in the movie that that couldn't be made better by that bear getting up and (laughs) and walking (laughs) around. Walking away. (laughs) I'm out of (laughs) here. This is enough for me. It's a living. Oh, it's not a, everyone's bad in the movie except Kristen Shawl, who's very funny in her one scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, a delight. She's a delight as always, and everyone else is not that good, and the movie is not very good. I would
2: say, you know, I'd give your pal Anne Hathaway <laughs> a pass. I think, she wasn't that bad. She at least like seemed to have some fun with that's her true. stupid voices.
1: Actually, when I say everyone's bad, I'm being I'm being very unfair. There are a few, okay, there are a few okay performances. She does the vo- Her timing is really good with the voices, especially. Yeah. Uh, I think – actually, Hannah Hathaway comes out very well in this movie. I, that's,
2: I can't say the same thing about
1: this Ashton Kutcher fellow, though. He comes – every scene sounds like he does not know his lines and he's just <laughs> making them up off the top of his head. I also think, feel like he's like
0: sort of an ill-conceived character in the sense that like I think he's supposed to be like the Valentine's Day fairy. <laughs> like – he loves romance and he's – Yeah, he's
1: Mr. Valentine's and then he, Day. You know, yeah.
2: Then he gets sad midway through and, oh, and the kids and the have to remind him what Valentine's Day did is Did I mention about.
1: that the fiancé leaves him? I no, might have forgotten okay, that. Yeah. Jessica Alba leaves him because she's not ready to get married. Yeah. yeah. I mean he's pretty intense. She says, I love you but I'm not ready for this kind of commitment. The answer then is not for them to say, OK, let's put on the brakes and wait a little bit. It is for them to break up. Yeah. doesn't make sense.
2: Well, deep down, he wants to get married. He wants to get engaged that day, and if she That's can't get
1: for him, oh, Larry Miller is in it too in one scene. Yeah, he comes off okay. Here's the here's another thing. Uh, Larry Miller is uh, is a recalcitrant. Uh, he, he's or what's the word? He's a reluctant, irascible, uh, irascible guy at an airport ticket counter. Ashton Kutcher needs a ticket uh, so that he can get to the gate to stop Jennifer Garner from getting on a plane mm-hmm. to San Francisco that she's getting on for some reason because. McDreamy, her boyfriend who's married, works at a hospital in San Francisco even no, though who, he lives who, who in who LA. The fuck knows. It doesn't make sense. The geography doesn't he's, make He's
0: going off to Grey's Anatomy, is what doing. <laughs> yeah, I guess young. so.
1: But uh, so Ashton Kutcher needs a ticket. Larry Miller won't sell it to him because that's the desk for oversized luggage, which <laughs> exists somehow. I don't know. Yeah. Larry, But he wins Larry Miller over by telling him that Jennifer Garner is like sunshine. Yeah.
0: Uh, then Larry Miller – imagine the typical Larry Miller character and then imagine that character who does a 180 turn. <laughs>
1: while as long as like he sunshine. doesn't get raped by a giant hamster like he did in Nutty Professor 2 the Clumps, <laughs> that's OK. The, uh, that was a family film in which a man is raped by a giant hamster. Sotomized by a hamster. It's also a movie in which the character is a chemistry teacher who manages to turn an animal gigantic – and does not become famous or make any money off of this discovery. Really? You can make a chicken big enough to feed an entire village? Like, why would you? He's, he's, well, the meat is spoiled, he's, over- he's He's
0: overweight, Elliot. No overweight scientist. I forgot there's never been a, been a successful
1: overweight person ever.
3: Yeah.
2: This and, is uh, a great. Dis- <laughs> in Gremlins 2, doesn't a guy get raped by a gremlin?
1: He actually well, seems to. He gives in. He likes it. He so it's like a rape so. fantasy. She is, yeah. she is very. Uh, it's like the end
0: of. Uh, it's she's very like proactive. Uh, do like It, say it is it's sort like the end of like a no, nobody's perfect. <laughs> what were you gonna say?
2: <laughs> like, don't you fucking say it's like the end of forty days and forty nights, man? <laughs> <laughs> don't you fucking say it?
1: Okay, and here's what here's the thing, and this is just a personal note from my life. Sure, Ashton Kutcher, he's too Oh, he can't wait to go through security. It's taking too long. He took his shoes off already, so he just runs from security to the gate with no shoes on. Mm-hmm. I actually did this once in an airport because I was late for a flight. Not and. Uh, So, I didn't have time to put my shoes on, was running through JFK, and I had blisters on my feet for days afterwards. Mm -hmm. So, for him to just. I had blisters
0: on my fingers.
1: (laughs) So, for him to just be unscathed running to a gate, I found very unrealistic. Also, the fact that he runs a florist on Valentine's (laughs) Day, and he manages to deliver no flowers. Now, they had just
0: opened the new hot coals concourse when you did that though elliot so that's different it
1: was one of the most depressing (laughs) moments because i'd get to the end of a hallway and be like okay the gate has to be at the end of this hallway i'd turn just more hallway wow that that airport is enormous but anyway i think it's actually like a nightmare
0: that you had i don't know it was and
1: then we missed the flight it was terrible man uh that was the first thanksgiving that i went to meet my now wife then girlfriend's Hmm. parents I would met them before. This is the first time I was going to visit them for Thanksgiving.
2: Valentine's Day. Air air travel, am I right, guys? Anyway, but Valentine's Day.
1: Valentine's Day. What I'm saying is it's an unrealistic movie, Mm -hmm. and normally it wouldn't grate on me that the characters who have the very specific job are not doing that job, but this time... Ashton Kutcher keeps talking about how he's a florist. He has all these florist jobs. He's got to deliver all these flowers. Never delivers of his, flowers. One of his
2: employees even calls him the best boss in the world. Yes. Which all... maybe is based on the fact that he's never doing his job.
1: <laughs> all he and George – he lets everyone goof off. It's just him and George Lopez – just running errands It's like an Empire Records sort of thing mm-hmm. Yes This enormous record store where no one does any work or sells any records Yeah Just the amount of the amount of like maintenance and back stock they must go through in the stock room is enormous but Yeah They just don't do that Yep It's the Empire Records is the kind of record store where it's enormous There's lots of customers but everyone in the store can go hang out in the back room for 15 minutes to talk about That's a why
2: moment. they're going out of business <laughs>
0: I mean, uh, they can go. Uh, they can go put on, put on aprons without any clothes. They can go shave their heads. Yep. You know, rubbing, hang out Robin Tunny.
1: Hang out on the roof and take their bras off. Yep. Yep.
0: I don't remember There's the money though. Well. Glue 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 quarters to the ground.
1: Take all the take all the money from the till and take it to <laughs> Vegas. I don't Is know. Are all things
2: that in happen happened in fire records? <laughs> Terrible movie. <laughs> Thanks for making me relive it. <laughs> Awful movie. Awesome. Um. Yeah, I'd much rather just be watching The Great Bikini Off-Road Adventure.
1: <laughs> well, who wouldn't who want would to watch The Great Bikini Off-Road Adventure? Maybe. Maybe. Yep. And and one, really it has a hilarious Japanese tourist character. Yep. Number one, it's Number one, the only shaman. It yeah. has the girl who can't keep her top on. She keeps losing it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a dumb... It's, it, that's a there, it takes movie. a real genius to say... <laughs> You—they've made topless bikini movies. They've made movies about mystic Indians. (laughs) Have has there ever been a topless bikini movie with a mystic Indian in it?
0: I guess what we're saying is, all you couples out there, if you want a little (coughs) romance this Valentine's Day, there's a little movie. There's a movie called (laughs) The The Great Great Bikini 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 Off Road. No alien,
1: and there's no off-road adventure in the movie. Yes, they're just giving off-road tours. Yeah, Yeah, it It should be called the Great Bikini Tour Company. But what they're trying to do—bikini tour guides—the name is right there.
2: They're—they're trying to draw more like the people. who are off road adventure enthusiasts mm-hmm. into potentially watching it, and then, you know,
1: because they might not who be like interested in off road adventure. Because but you, don't you're like saying strategies. that, that yeah. there aren't, isn't enough of a Lauren Hayes fan community sure. to support that movie? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. What did I tell you, audience? A lot of softcore viewing in this. Okay, in this well,
0: let's wrap this segment up uh, with our final judgments. Was this a good, bad movie, a bad, bad movie, or a movie you actually kind of like, Stuart? You're looking at me weird. <laughs> I'm um, coming on to you because uh, okay. it's Valentine's okay.
1: Day. It's not Valentine's and, Day. Uh, uh, no, it is because they're going
2: to listen to it on Valentine's Day, right? That's when. Are you they? Put this I up. mean, we, we. It means would probably going to be released tomorrow. You would <laughs> have held on <laughs> this recording <laughs> for like ten days. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Um, just so it would drop on the uh, right day. Yeah, you need maximum exposure. Um, that's a good movie. This, too, maximum <laughs> exposure. This movie was The nakedest ladies on film. This movie was a bad, bad movie. There was, I mean. Yeah, there was so many people in it and so many stupid little storylines. lines <laughs> so many and, uh, it.
1: Yeah, it just wasn't <laughs> – I hate movies with so many people in it. I mean I them. will give it
2: credit that it went pretty quickly
1: and theoretically like – Give if... me a movie like Secret Honor. Now there's a perfect movie. Just one guy <laughs> <laughs> or Bug. <laughs> just two people. <laughs> uh
2: so I think yeah. you have three or four in Bug. Oh, yeah,
0: that's true. Some minor characters.
2: I mean, I guess if you're one of those guys who's like, oh, my girl always wants to watch these stupid movies. It, I guess this isn't that bad because it moves along pretty quickly. And, and Although it is stories. over
0: two hours long. Guys. Yeah,
2: but that gives you plenty of time to try and, uh, you know, cut a hole in the bottom of your popcorn
0: <laughs> thing uh-huh.
1: to put your wiener through. Or yawn and put your arm around her shoulder.
0: Yep, sure. or
2: uh, or try and sneak your hand up her sweater. Okay, and then once you get married, you just one? be like, "Baby, I'm kidding."
1: <laughs> I actually, <laughs> I actually said to Danielle today when I told her that uh, uh, that we were seeing this. I said, "Why is it that I've seen no uh, the the person who's supposed to make me see cheesy romance movies doesn't make me see any of them, but Dan and Stewart make me see so many of them?" <laughs> yep, I hold you down. <laughs> uh, I thought For this putting was, the moves on you. I thought this Fairly. was a good movie. Uh, I Whoa. really enjoyed it. <laughs> Turn around. No, I thought it was a bad, bad movie. <laughs> It's this is one of those movies where the the whole time I'm watching it I cannot help but think about the money that went into making it yeah. and how much of a waste that they could have made eight good movies for the price of this one movie, probably.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you've 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 said it all. There's nothing else I need to say. It's a bad, bad movie. I don't I don't need to justify it to you people.
1: <laughs> wow. Turn, turn, wow. Turn angry. Are you okay? No, Seems like you right. really took that one to heart. Well, Sarah's out Valentine's out. Day hard. <laughs> <heart? laughs> A little tough for me. You heard Dan. It's hard for him when his wife's out of town. So if anyone wants to call him, just mm-hmm. keep him company. Sure.
2: Have some private lessons. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I know mm-hmm. of a sex phone number you can call. Where ski school too. If a, anyone wants
0: to ski school too me. They have
1: a southern woman, a Russian woman, <laughs> and a uh, – what other voices does she do in this movie? Uh, was it? Southern Russian. Uh, she, at one point she's talking about being a cat. <laughs> no,
0: that's, well, that's not a, that's that not was, a nationality. Uh, that was southern. That
1: was the southern voice? Okay. No, cat's a nationality. <laughs> no, it's I an don't ethnic think so.
0: All right. Well, um, I have a a lot of letters, huh? I have a bursting, a bursting belly. <laughs> I'm bursting Flophouse movie yeah, minute like it's alive. movie movie mailbag uh, tonight, and uh, so there was a there were a lot of responses to the issue of um, uh, staying on topic versus oh. <coughs> going... tangents. Tangents. And, well, we uh,
1: stayed on topic for a lot of this one. Yeah. How did everybody
0: like it? Tangents. We got a. a, a there's there's too much to get into detail, but I'm gonna run down.
1: Yeah, give us a summary.
0: I'll give you a bunch of them at I once. Think I was here. talking
1: so hard that I knocked my microphone aside, wow. just through pure talking.
0: Wow, the I'm sure. Power probably, of your voice. It probably picked me
1: up. I'm pretty loud.
0: Um. So okay, we got one that says the last few shows have been great. You should not st- stick to discussing these shitty films. The pop culture free association is what makes the show. Also, please keep the flop house house cat around. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> It's cool, Flophouse house cat. Yeah. Cheers, Max so favorite. Max Power, Parmerstan, Eastern Europe. That's obviously the pseudonym. Um, no, it sounds like a real name. Uh, my humble opinion that the off-topic chatter is a staple of Flophouse. It uh, composes the heart and soul of the program. And without it, all that would be left is a desiccated husk. Please keep making funny hook references. That's from Sean. <laughs> <laughs> my reference
1: this to the movie hook or to Dan's hook hands. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't want I think. We got one who says, "If anyone doesn't like the rambling (laughs) tangents, they should go listen to a serious podcast about bad movies, which is a podcast that should in no way exist." Um, But besides, very judgmental. (laughs) If not for the fun filler lists, cat noises and size and celebrity name dropping, cat noises, rest size (laughs) discussions. Lists ask accusations of Dan's homophobia. Please, let's not. <laughs> That's a that key going. point. No. Desiccated husk, no. Dan. Without that, recommendations for invisible werewolf movies <laughs> and lists the podcast uh, for movies like One Ten Thousand BC would last five boring minutes. Yeah, says Brian. The only no uh, mention
1: of I realize no mention of Rocket Crocodile in the world of tomorrow. Well, that
0: was that was pretty recent. <laughs> That's true. That's
1: a new thing. The, the people the, are still trying to wrap their brains around that. <laughs> piece. It's, it's like Inception.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the one. The one sort of uh, iffy uh, response is from John, last name withheld, who says, You guys suck. While listening to a Flophouse episode last year, it occurred to me that the domain com is available <laughs> and maybe more appropriate home for your show. Burn.
1: So. Accurate <laughs> zing. Awesome. I think that we I deserve that. <laughs> Considering we Harsh did we did a long bit at the beginning of this where we were deliberately mispronouncing the names of the actors, <laughs> that's a very fair slam. I th-
0: well, I think that it's incumbent upon the fans of the Flophouse, someone to buy the domain wordsoundlikeeachother.com and make that into a fan site. Do it. I think that's a
1: great idea. So, mm-hmm. uh, balls in if, your court, Flophouse Nation. And if flophousefan.com is not taken, you should probably take that, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Swim Fan. <laughs> Yes. Aquafan. Aquafan was taken. <laughs> Turned out it was an yeah, underwater we sex that. website. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> with one posting that said, underwater sex. Anyone tried this?
0: <laughs> so, uh. The so we have some other ones here.
1: Oh, more letters. I love it. Bring uh, them on.
0: I got one from Andrew last name with help. You're, you're just writing these, right? No, this is your actual human being. No, this is a real letter. Dear Dan, you're the best. <laughs> I think
2: you're great. Your voice sounds like you're well endowed in the penis department.
3: <laughs>
2: Love Dan. I mean, someone else. <laughs> Love Dan McCoy. Last name withheld.
0: P.S. When you read my letter, do a stupid voice. <laughs> no, this, uh, is, uh, this is from Andrew. Last name withheld, and it says, "You're doing now." It says, "Dearest Dan, Stuart, and Elliot." Dearest. I only discovered the flop house around last August or so and have been slowly going back through earlier episodes as my busy schedule allows. Lately though I've run into a problem. Since the introduction of the Flop House house cat, <laughs> I keep <laughs> I keep anticipating his tra- his trademark yowl. My skin goose pimply with anticipation. At that vaunted caterwaul, my brow moist with anxious sweat, at his eventual bursting onto the scene. Did
1: you write this letter, Dan? Oh no,
0: (laughs) this is a fan.
2: Fucking flop house house Cat's writing his letters, man. What the fuck?
0: My problem I now find, though, is that this Pavlovian response you have so carelessly instilled in me can never be sated by these earlier episodes, no matter how jocular. (laughs) Are you saying we need to do a flop house
1: special edition where we insert?
0: Hold on, I am constantly on the listen for that patented howl and constantly disappointed when it never arrives. I propose a simple task on your part: go back and re-edit the sixty-some yeah! odd episodes, to the flop uh, previous to the Flophouse house cat's invention, including the movie minutes, so that his presence may be known within them. I expect this to be accomplished no later than March first of this year. Wow, not a lot of time. Thank you for your time and consideration.
1: Well, Dan, the goblin has not been oil. thrown down. <laughs>
0: I will
2: see if the house cat is available. And uh, we I have a, a fully session
0: for
2: uh, this. <laughs> uh, if I recall, he's currently unemployed, but he's got some prospects.
1: We got to do. It's got to be like the Star Wars special editions, where it's just as as fake and irritating as possible. Doesn't make sense. That the house cat is just interrupting people.
0: Or like the like the farting track on uh, Wet Hot American Summer. Yes, <laughs> just a bunch of fart noises.
1: Uh, I'm glad Lost the Flophouse in. house cat is taking off so much.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he'll be really happy. <laughs> <laughs> when yeah. you tell him? <laughs>
1: when you relay that yeah, message. Yeah, I mean,
2: he's, he's, he went to the other room when <laughs> we're not watching the movie.
1: It's weird. Stuart, you and he have a kind of Bruce Wayne-Batman relationship. <laughs> You're the only one who can get in touch with him. Yeah, yeah. It's, kind of, it's kind of strange. Yeah, it's like it's Spider-Man taking photos of... Uh, yeah, no, when, uh, when spider takes photos of Peter Parker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> what, a gr- what a great story that would be <laughs> in a world where Peter Parker is famous. And Spider-Man is just trying to make a living and just selling lots of pictures of Peter Parker. Oh, man. And no one knows the two are the same.
0: <laughs> man, you gotta... You've got an in over. You've got an in over at Marvel. Why don't you? uh... I'm
1: I'm working on something for them right now. I'll I'll pitch them that story. That sounds great. That's like such. That's such a 1950s DC (laughs) storyline. We're a world where Spider-Man and Peter Parker are flipped. Yeah. Everyone loves Peter Parker, but what about me, Spider-Man? You heard it here first, man. This
0: could be a classic. Story in years to come. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yep. When kids are riding around on hoverboards, <laughs> they'll remember when they heard about the flop. They'll remember
0: Dan McCoy misspeaking and Elliot being there. Spinning it into
1: comic gold. <laughs> yep.
0: So uh, this is a long letter, so let's uh, – Okay, let's – Sorry. I'll try, I'll
1: try to get over the best letter ever written, which we just read. <laughs> so This uh, This Better one. than any of the letters that make up the original Old Testament – or sorry, New Testament. Wow. <laughs> That's right. I said it. This one is from Ainsley. Last name with withheld. That was our flop house is bigger than Jesus" moment. So,
0: and uh, <coughs> and Ainsley says, "Allow me to begin by saying that I love your work. Longtime listener, first time emailer." I'm writing to strongly suggest a film for review by your esteemed podcast. In episode 38, dated Saturday, May 20, tw- 2009, you tackled the Disney release Beverly Hills Chihuahua. At
1: the urging of one Stuart Wellington. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I commend yeah, you for approaching fault. the film with your usual grace, poise, and forthrightness. As, but as our nation stands on the precipice of valuable social change, I urge you to take the risk and make the sequel, Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2, the subject of an upcoming episode. With the tagline, the family just got bigger, it's clear that this film is a subversive, nuanced attempt to investigate one of the more inflammatory issues that our country is facing. Dog marriage. While both Republicans and Democrats contest the pros, cons, and ultimate long-term results of gay marriage, one thing conservatives have always made clear is that legalizing marriage between same-sex couples will lead to the disintegration of the traditional family dynamic with its bed-death, resentment, and 50% divorce rate. (laughs) His attorney and noted conservative David Gibbs III <laughs> expressed. In David Gibbs III,
1: not David Gibbs the <laughs> yeah. third, but David Gibbs III, who's a clone or a robot of some kind. Uh, uh, as, Dave, as noted conservative, our 34 bot. bot. <laughs>
0: well, he said that gay marriage would lead to total interspecies matrimonial anarchy, resulting in the question: Maybe people will want, want to marry their pets or robots. I'm not addressing the robot issue. I feel that Wall-E, a superb film by Pixar, adequately dispelled any myths about the love between robots being repugnant. Mr. Gibbs' statement has been snatched up by the rabid right and used as their shield to deflect the arrows of progress. A dog's right to marry, may it be another dog, or an interspecies union with a human, isn't something to be used as mere fodder for bigoted rhetoric. Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2 director Alex Zam, (laughs) whose previous releases include Dr. Dolittle, Million Dollar Mutts, and the pooch and the <laughs> Uh
1: oh! So he's typecast as a dog director. <laughs> yeah.
0: Has evidently been a longtime closet supporter of animal love, be it eros or agape. I hope that you three will do the right thing and pick up the same mantle as Mr. Zam by confronting the issue head on. Review Beverly Hills Chihuahua two and allow your listeners to judge for themselves: Is dog marriage so wrong? And anchor um, babies. They have anchor babies, right? Because uh, they're from
2: Mexico.
1: <laughs> yeah anchor puppies
2: anchor puppies i'm gonna abridge a little what if they bit had a human baby though wouldn't that be fucking crazy <laughs> that's,
1: that's not how things work
2: but, no but what if it
1: happened <laughs> can two dogs take care of it's a like human a baby it'd be like a mowgli baby. but mowgli was uh was a you know cast off wait he, he did wait he wasn't it, it wasn't Baloo's child
2: i thought Baloo and uh king Louie had a baby <laughs>
0: that's weird I want to be like you but uh, just just skip to the end here Uh, if you feel that this film is unendurable may I suggest purple rain in its place chances are it's more or less the same movie anyway respectfully (laughs) yours and she says uh, allow this to sway your opinion aren't they cute and she includes a picture which I'm now showing to the other members of the flop house
2: okay this is Elliot's expression imagine um, sexual confusion Uh, I mean, it would help with if you, intensity if you first describe what the photo was. Oh, uh, the I'm photo showing is of
0: uh, d- two dogs. Yeah,
2: one is dressed up very nice. <laughs>
0: there are two dogs getting married. Yeah, there's, oh, a, dog. Oh, yeah. there's a dog that appears to be in black tie, and there's a dog in a, in a wedding dress, and uh, they, they they seem to be very happy.
1: Oh yeah, I think they'll have a very happy life together.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't, I'm not sure if they understand the uh, commitment that they're making. <laughs> the Who really does? Who really does? Yeah. But uh yeah, I mean like if, if adorableness is any uh, indication of a successful marriage, then I it think isn't. That will be...
2: <laughs> All right. So what do well, you think? We can... Well that was a well reasoned and well thought out letter. Yeah. Uh, as to why we should watch Beverly Hills Chihuahua Two. Put, put more work into that than we put into our podcast. So yeah, I probably. thank you. <laughs> um hmm. Well, that's a better argument than what we usually do, which is Elliot eats chicken and I <laughs> shout uh, and give thumbs up or thumbs down.
1: Uh-huh. I usually eat chicken and then I say think what movie Wormy is boners
2: <laughs> up or down? Actually, usually yep. I do talk about wormy boners too. But um, yeah, no, yeah, you usually just pick the. We usually just pick the shortest movie that's yeah. available.
0: Mm-hmm. Not
1: tonight. <laughs> no, tonight we picked the <laughs> that was the dance longest. Ball. Yeah, <laughs> look, I'm trying <laughs> to be
0: a little more topical or seasonal, if you will.
1: So we couldn't watch like Groundhog Day. It's a great movie. It doesn't fit
0: within <laughs> the purview of like, the cakewalk. I just like watching it. Okay. Well, we can do that,
1: but I don't. We shouldn't do a podcast about it. Uh, at of, well, let's say at a future date we may watch Beverly Hills Chihuahua too. Who okay. knows? Yeah. Sure. yeah. We need. To Unlike see what those dogs, to those I'm not ready for
2: the commitment. <laughs> yeah.
1: Man, Do you, would the Flophouse house cat have a problem with us watching another dog-based movie? It would be. Uh, the, I mean,
2: I'd have to ask him.
1: Once again, he's not here.
2: It's, it's really wow. strange. You, got,
1: you are really teasing me. There's it. so many, <laughs> so many fan letters, and you will not relent.
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, what's the next part of the we, we need to look at. We need to find a cat-based uh,
1: Flophouse movie, though. Yeah. Just to, well, we could watch the Return of Pussy Galore. Mm-hmm, the Return true. of Kitty Galore. Kitty it's, yeah, Dogs and be. cats too. Mm. They're kitty galore. They're
2: like real spies, only furrier. Only, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> only furriers. <laughs> yep, they're in the fur they business. They are furriers. <laughs> yeah. uh, so what cover. do we do now at this point? We talked about
0: the movie, listened to letters. letters. Recommendations. Now we recommend movies that we actually saw and enjoyed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <there it> <laughs> Love us, <House Cat. laughs>
0: Yeah, he likes this part. <laughs> uh. So, does anyone want to kick it off? Anyone raring? I can if you but... want me to. Mm. I mean, it sounds like okay, yeah, you He's go.
1: literally raring. No, LA can go. I will quickly. Uh, I am recommending two movies as one unit. <sighs> as one unit uh, Johnny Toe's uh, series, Election and Election 2, or as it was released in the United States, Election and Triad Election. Mm-hmm. Uh, two movies about um, Triad Gang. They're electing a new chairman, there's trouble in the ranks. Uh, taken at each movie by itself is okay, uh, and together they make one kind of, like, nicer, longer saga of, uh, gangster stuff. And there's a little bit of violence and, uh, a lot of, uh, conniving. Awesome. Violence and conniving sounds great.
0: Uh, I saw several movies that I actually uh, really enjoyed. Oh, damn it! <laughs> no, no, briefly... Briefly, I saw. I I, I liked uh, <laughs> *Me and Orson Welles*. Uh, I think that it suffered from having uh, Zac Efron as the main character, but it had a good actor as Orson Welles. And if you like uh, Orson Welles or uh, the, the history, the history of, uh, of the American stage, you might enjoy <laughs> *Me and Orson Welles*. Uh, I also watched a movie called In- *Infestation*, which was a surprisingly awesome. <laughs> good B uh, movie about uh, giant bugs. But uh, the movie I'm going to recommend is uh, Easy A, which I, uh, you know, I have a weakness for both horror films and teen comedies. And you, what they have yeah. in common is many of them are terrible. Uh, but Easy A I enjoyed. It suffers a little bit from uh, Diablo Cody disease where everyone's a little too clever. They sound a little too much like each other. But uh, but it's uh, it's generally pretty good. Emma Stone is very good, funny in it. Uh, Stanley Tucci and Patricia Clarkson are very good as her parents. And, um, and oh, she's I,
1: the one that she's the one from Zombieland. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: And uh, it has a like I kind of liked it. It had a better, it had a more nuanced sort of uh, view of. Uh, uh, teen sex and uh sexuality, and then like a lot of these comedies do, where it's either like so some, it's either something like not to be worried about at all, or it's like really chaste and moralizing, and, like
1: American Pie 8, yeah, naked in the class, or something like that. Yeah,
0: it's neither, it's neither <laughs> that's actually 100% accurate there, Elliot. <laughs> it's, it's American it's, Pie 10, head in the class, it's neither treated as nothing or like the most important thing in the world. Oh, uh, yeah, and so I liked it for that. Stuart, what do you have to say? So
1: it's like a movie version of the TV show Skins. It's like a movie version. Just a penetrating look
0: at at life as a teen. It's like a movie (laughs) version of uh, real-life, rational human beings. Mm, I don't know.
2: I want to recommend a little movie uh, that's, I would say, a good-bad movie. Mm -hmm. A movie called Mm -hmm. Frozen. Uh, It's a movie directed by Adam Green, director of another movie I recommended, Hatchet. Yeah, um, I
0: don't. I don't. I can't get behind that recommendation. No,
2: okay. <laughs> uh, I didn't. I didn't get on your case for recommending stupid shit. <laughs> so, uh, oh, wow. sassy, uh, flawless. So, <laughs> you know, finish him. Uh, I will finish him with the rest of my recommendations. Two hundred fifty so, point zing combo. Uh, Frozen is a movie about uh, three college kids who get stuck on a real chairlift, and uh, they get stuck on a chairlift at a Connecticut ski resort Mm -hmm. and that closes down on a Sunday night and then won't reopen until the following Friday for some reason. (laughs) And, uh, they get stuck up there and it's like there, this chairlift is super fucking high. And, uh, you know, well, I mean it's, they're called, also, they're it's also it's called wolves for some reason. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. It's hilarious. Uh yeah, I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, it's hilarious. There's the, the most aggressive man eating wolves just roaming around. I guess they're the security force of this fucking <laughs> ski resort. It is a Nazi ski resort, yeah. And uh yeah, it's it's hilarious. Uh and there's some good gross out bits and uh
1: yeah, it's pretty stupid. So I should watch it. I should mention in the second of the election movies, a man does chop up another man with a meat cleaver. So, okay. in case that makes people more want to watch it, yeah. so
2: Elliot gets second best for the recommendations <laughs> wow. today. Uh,
0: now I that we're keeping track, turned you guys against me. Okay. And does
1: the flop house house get have anything to recommend? <laughs> <laughs> Caterwauling, apparently.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Okay,
2: so what do we do now?
0: Uh, now we sign off, guys. Okay. We sign off, guys? Yeah. We sign off on guys. Good idea. Good idea, everyone. That sounds
2: like a teen sex comedy.
0: Sign off, guys? Sign off on guys. Sign off on guys. I want to wish everyone out there in Flophouse Land a very happy Valentine's Day. Yep. Better than the movie Valentine's Day.
2: Spend it with your loved ones. (laughs) Wow, creepy. (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day from me, Stuart.
0: (laughs) Very scary. (laughs) All right, well, good night, everyone. I've been
1: Dan McCoy. I've been Stewart, And I am still Elliot Kalen. <laughs> See, See ya. Happy Valentine's Day.
2: It was like, this movie is a giant valentine to my penis.
0: Okay. <laughs> Giant Valentine to Valentines.
2: Oh yeah, that, that's better. Erase mine.
1: I'll take Dan's. Use, <laughs> use Dan's. You know what? I said. Put put that quote on the poster. <laughs> <laughs> Not a giant Valentine to my penis. Stuart Wellington, the Flophouse. My Valentine's favorite. My Day, favorite poster. Film. My
2: my favorite poster quote lately. When I opened up the DVD box of uh, Dead Heat that I own, <laughs> and uh, the the liner notes <laughs> as a poster, box. and it says. <laughs>
1: Like, it says... Uh, I opened up the box for a collision course, which I own. <laughs>
2: it says, these two cops have to solve the biggest murder case of their careers. Their own.
3: Oh! <laughs> oh, because they die!
2: Because
3: they're zombie cops! Yeah. that's Roger Mortis is one of the characters' names.